Welcome back to another edition of Kayla Kai the podcast. My name is Kylie Dennison, and I'm joined today by our new co-host Levi Fuanga. Levi, how are you? I'm doing great. Um, it's an honor to be on the podcast for the first time. Thank you, Kylie. Yeah, of course. We're stoked to have you. I'm really, really excited for you to be my co-host this semester. And for all of our listeners, we've got a great semester planned. Um, season four, baby. It's going to be good. I can feel it. Um, speaking of a new semester and a new season and a new host, um, because all of it is new, we wanted to restate kind of what our purpose is in this podcast. Um, and that purpose is to lift up the voices and the stories from the Laie and BYU Hawaii community. And Levi, you're a part of that community. So tell us, what's your story? So I grew up in Hawaii. I grew up in this town called Kalihi. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started school here in the fall of 2016. So I'm okay. currently a senior. That's awesome. I'm an English major, and I'm also a writer for the Kealakai magazine. Mm-hmm. So cool. So I'm also a writer. So we work together. We've been working together for a semester now. Um, and I, I'm studying social work. I'm not studying English. So how do you do that? Because I feel like my 19 hours a week of writing is enough for me. How do you, how do you manage both English and being a, being a journalist? So I kind of dug this hole for myself in a way. <laughs> you did, <laughs> kind of. Okay because it's a learning experience yeah, like anything sure. would be. And mm-hmm. for me, it's actually cool because I feel like the skills that I learned from in my literature classes are are helping me write, are helping me as a writer to be able to convey people's story accurately, but in a way to where it stays true to who they are I and the same that. vice versa. Yeah. Since being a writer, I found that that's hard like to hear a story and like convey it as the person whose story it is wants to be shared. Right. But that is our biggest purpose and the most important thing to do. So that's really, really awesome that that's important to you as well. Um, so tell me why you're studying English. What's the plan after graduation? So growing up, I was always interested in movies and cartoons. Um, but mainly because I was always I always adored certain fictional characters. And mm-hmm. as a writer, I feel like, you know, one of my plans after graduation is to become a graphic novelist and to write stories with characters that people can identify with. Like, I enjoy watching a movie or reading a book when I'm able to identify with a character. And what I mean when I say that is seeing the fictional characters as, like, getting to know them like how you would get to know a real life person it's like yeah you kind of get to humanize them in a way Mm -hmm. do you think that your like interest in reading these books has helped you become a better person and helped like relate to other characters it's definitely given me like a wider range of knowledge of like our history as humans Mm -hmm. living here in america but also you know seeing what the different issues or things that people think about or are important because every story has a message that the author wants to try and extend out to the audience. Yeah, for sure. I recently heard from Will Smith. Are you a Will Smith fan? Yes, I not Me to too. brag, I actually <laughs> share the same birthday as him. You do? Oh my goodness. That is bragging rights for sure. <laughs> oh man, I loved Will Smith from Prince of Bel Air to like what he's doing now. And he recently I don't even remember where I heard this, but he recently said as people we need to accomplish two things we need to well we need to practice two things to be successful he said first is to run and when he said that I was like dang it because I hate running (laughs) but the second one he said is to read and I thought that was interesting and he basically said there have been 
billions of people that have lived and thousands of thousands of thousands of them have written about things and he's like I guarantee you the struggle you're going through right now someone's written about it go find that book and read it and I just loved that because oftentimes we think like in this life it's all we're kind of alone like we have to pave our own way and yes like I can't totally relate to someone in the 1600s right with the technology and the medicine that we have now it's different but we all know what it's like to feel alone right or to feel lost or to feel confused and so I love that reading is an important thing to you and I like I admit I wasn't the most avid reader growing up but mm -hmm. one of my goals for this new year was to to take a new perspective on reading to yeah my older cousin he's a published author he actually really? I asked him one day, you know, how do I make writing more of an enjoyable experiment experience for me? And he mm -hmm. said, you have to read with the intention or to read with faith and hope in mind. And, oh, cool. you know, I, I internalized that and faith and hope in knowing that this book probably has something to offer me that I mm -hmm. didn't know I needed. Absolutely. What do you think that, I mean, I'm kind of going to switch gears here, but what do you think you have to offer to the world? It's a, there's a lot, because sometimes I don't even know what I have to offer hmm. to begin with, but the experiences I've had growing up can definitely inspire somebody who may be struggling or who may be confused about where they're going. In fact, I'm taking a class called Designing Our Life, and yeah. our teachers, the McCartys, they, they just assigned us to answer this question, mm -hmm. you know, why do you think people ask why are we here or what's our purpose here mm, right and there's different standpoints or perspectives you can answer that and i thought about you know as a college student we often question you know why are we here like yeah why did we choose to to write 20 page papers <laughs> or i question that all the time <laughs> to deal with teachers that yeah you just may not have a, or you may not connect well with right yeah well, and we're spending money doing that, right? We're paying for things, and, and it's so important to have that purpose. Um, I think about often, like, what... I, so I'm in the social work program, and I, I'm obsessed. I love it. And this has been, like, I finally have gotten here after, like, four major changes. And I know, he, ra he just raised his eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of major changes. But for me, it's been, like, I don't know, an interesting... It's interesting looking back and connecting the dots, you know, and seeing how my life has worked up to this point but i've got another question for you are you ready yes so i want to know what do people misunderstand most about you levi so whenever i tell a lot of people about this they often raise an eyebrow or not or they just simply they wouldn't expect it but mm -hmm. so i'm actually i was born with asperger's but it's basically now known as like the autism spectrum disorder yeah and i was diagnosed when i was three and so throughout all of middle school and elementary school, I was in a, I was in what they called an IEP, which is an individualized yeah. educational program. It's basically for kids who have like learning or social deficiencies or differences. Right. They are, the program allows them to, it basically helps them to gain the learning skills and the social skills they need as they progress from grade level to grade level. Yeah. And like, well, people better know it, better know it as like special needs. Mm, right. 
So little fact about me, my little brother actually was diagnosed with Asperger's as well as a kid. I think he was a little older. I think he was eight or nine when, I, when he was diagnosed. And since then, um, they've switched the diagnosis. So they don't diagnose people as Asperger's anymore. They, they diagnose people on the autism spectrum scale. Am I right? Yes, I, I read about that too. It's like, I think it was back in 2013. Like I, oh, okay, yeah. I just read like just enough information to understand the change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how has having autism affected your life? Um, so growing up as a kid and even as a teenager, I didn't know that I was autistic. I, mm-hmm. And so I didn't know who I was. I, I often misunderstood myself. And a lot of my family members and even my classmates in school, they didn't understand why I was different. And so it's kind of hard because autism, it's like the knowledge is in one area, but the people who have it are in another. And mm. it's basically growing up, I, I was in a way I felt very unsure of who I was. And yeah. I always wondered why I was different or why people saw me differently. And it was sometimes even just thinking about it can be a little discouraging. Yeah, I I am not autistic, but I know what it's like to not feel accepted and loved by other people. And that's got to be like the worst feeling on this planet or one of them. Right. And I remember my little brother was bullied pretty bad growing up and it like bring out like older sister bear. I don't want to say mama bear because he's not my kid, but I I got so angry, you know, because here, here my brother is this phenomenal, amazing person. But people just didn't see that. And it makes me really sad, you know, and and of course, like everyone makes mistakes, but we really we really do need to have a bigger, more open space for people to be honest and vulnerable. And we don't all have to be the same. And there's beauty in that. Right. There's beauty in not being the same. So I applaud you for being open about that. That's now that is a story. (laughs) Right, Levi? That's a really, really good story. Thank you. It's um, I know I've. I've come to terms with it like I've learned to accept it but also I've learned to recognize it more openly and with you know un being unashamed about it just in within my young adult years because yeah. as a young adult I've been able to give myself that space to figure myself out and to realize mm. what I can or control about the relationships I have with people yeah as a kid would you ever guess you'd be on a podcast one day I would have never I didn't even think about this. I didn't even know this existed. Yeah. (laughs) And here you are studying, writing all the time, right? And now on a podcast, Levi, you are so cool. I look up to you. Thank you so much. And it's a pleasure. I always make an effort to learn about other people and to, like my story, I feel honored to share. But like you said, everyone has a story to share and we all come from diverse backgrounds and it's important to acknowledge that. Yeah, I totally agree. That's the most favorite reason I have for studying at the school. I love that we have, what is it, 80 flags from like at the flag circle and students from all over the country. I think that's like the most beautiful part of the school. Um, so I totally agree with you. Diversity is a very, very important thing. Um, man, Levi, you, I'm speechless. You're just so cool. Um, is there anything else you want to share with our new listeners? Any fun facts or things they should know about you? Dang, there's a ton. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear it. <laughs> oh, shucks. Mm. 
So I come from a Polynesian family. Yeah. So I come from, I'm actually a quarter Japanese. No way. That's awesome. But a lot of people have mistaken me for being Filipino. Really? Okay. Yeah. I can actually see that a little I, bit. I've seen it myself. I had to come, mm-hmm. I had to come to terms with it back in high school. Really? Yeah. <laughs> a sure. lot of people would mistaken me for being that race. And mm-hmm. I used to be self-conscious about it because I felt like I wouldn't be accepted amongst other Samoans. But I realized, you know, we part of how we look is, you know, God, we created us in his image. Yeah, for sure. So, I, I mean, that's nothing to be ashamed about, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I so a little bit about me. I just started a club um, kind of focused on that. I focused on let's OK, we can't control what we look like. Right. We didn't get to choose the families we were born into, but let's love what we look like and who we are and what our body does for us despite all of our insecurities and despite what the world tells us we should be so i'm a big advocate for that levi you're the coolest um anything else you want to share before we jump into our fast five um no i say we go into it and honestly thank you so much for sharing your experiences and stories with me as well so far of course yeah levi i'm super excited to have you on here We've got lots of fun things planned for the future, so stay tuned. Okay, fast five. Okay, you've got to answer these quick. Do you understand? Yes. <laughs> I'm just teasing. Take your time. Oh, okay. <laughs> what, <laughs> what is your favorite ice cream flavor and why? I like mint chocolate chip because it's like it's like tasting chocolate, but it's also like tasting it with toothpaste. I know that's a weird combination, <laughs> but it's like a very – I like that minty freshness like when it comes to like eating like sweet things yeah okay i could see that i adamantly disagree with you though i do not like chocolate for those who listened last semester they know that i don't like chocolate at all and i don't really like mint especially mint ice cream i'm not a big fan like obviously toothpaste is fine because done it forever but mint and sweet things not a big fan of even like those mint leaves i don't really like them Okay, I, that's one thing I won't eat yeah, by itself. It's a weird. Oh, I don't know if. Wait, are you supposed to eat them? Well, you can like taste them. Oh, okay. Right? Even then, I, w- I haven't done it, but I don't think I would go that far to see what <laughs> mint tastes like. Yeah. I had some weird neighbors growing up that always oh. said, "Come to my garden, <laughs> eat these mint leaves." Anyways, um, sorry to everyone else who's <laughs> listening who has a mint garden. Yeah, please disregard the toothpaste <laughs> part. I, I promise, I've never done that. <laughs> Okay, what's the first thing you do in the morning? I kneel and pray because I it's the to me I feel like I just need to start off the day by asking the Lord for help yeah. or just I don't know, saying a prayer just gives me some sort of guidance or some direction to go in. Yeah, I love that. Oh, I look up to you again. That's so cool. Um what was your childhood dream? Like what did you want to be when you grew up? I always dreamed about either being an, an illustrator for children's books or working for like an animation company. That's really, it's kind of cool because you still want to kind of do that. Like, it's the same kind of route, like graphic novels, right? Yes. That's so cool. I haven't met a lot of people who've had their childhood dreams and are still working towards it. So that's awesome. Okay, next question. What is a book or movie you recently enjoyed? So I think a lot of people can say this, but I really enjoyed the new Spider-Man No Way Home movie that just came out last month. Agreed. I can agree with you there. My... So I was home for Christmas and my family, like right as I got to Utah, I got COVID actually. And so we had a quarantine. Um, and the day we got out of quarantine, me and my sister went to the theaters and watched it. And we are obsessed now. We loved it so much. So I have to agree with you there. 
Okay, last question. What is a unique ta- unique talent you have? So, I wouldn't say it's a talent, but it's a skill that I've developed. It's more of like an unsung skill because I, I never used to see value in it. But mm-hmm. a lot of kids with autism, they have a tendency to to grasp onto things that they're interested in. And yeah. to basically to gain or absorb as much information about it. Like, mm-hmm. for me, my latest obsession, like, I, I'm really into, like, Marvel now after watching really? the Spider-Man movie. Yeah. And for me, what I've done is that I've been learning so much about like the different characters specifically the ones that came in like spider-man no way home like mm-hmm. i've been delving into like their cinematic history but yeah as well as like you know learning about like the people who portrayed them and like yeah how they came to enjoy their roles it's like stuff that people normally wouldn't talk about at least in my experience right, yeah okay so all you marvel movie buffs find levi because he probably knows all the fun little history about it <laughs> i'm actually on the opposite end of the spectrum i think i would need them oh really <laughs> like, i'm <laughs> still i'm learning still learning yeah because yeah, marvel is definitely new to me that's true well levi thank you so much for coming on this podcast and again we look forward to having you in the future and to our listeners thank you for listening but we're really grateful and again we come out every monday with a new episode so we'll see you next week have a great day <laughs>